You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. So welcome to Soul Satisfaction for Women Radio. I'm Lisa Page, and I am your hostess for the next hour. And this is a journey into this exquisite terrain within yourself where you can really love yourself, where you can dive into any unlovingness, anything that's in the way of that, and really begin to embody it. So uh, here's how today's call, (laughs) today's show will flow. We'll start by sharing logistics so you know how to ask your questions and get the most out of the call. Then we'll dive into the main teachings and after that we'll open up for your questions. So what we will be exploring is how to cultivate the the depth of love that you really are at your core how to cultivate that in how you feel about yourself and your life and in what you embody. So I've called it Love Thyself, the ultimate feminine embodiment. And I do really believe that loving yourself really is uh, the ultimate feminine embodiment. So here's what we're going to be exploring. How to recognize the ways that you might already be denying yourself of love, even without realizing it. We'll also explore a feminine practice to uh, embody the love you are, so you can truly live uh, what I would call a wildly authentic life. And when I say wild, I don't just mean crazy. I mean wild as in original, as in honoring the original feelings that are coming up through you, honoring your authenticity in its original form, not how others would see you or want you to be. And we'll also explore the unworthiness trap and really how it prevents you from creating the the life, the love and the intimacy that you most deeply desire. So... My invitation for you right now is just to start, unless you're driving, in which case do not close your eyes, but if you are uh, somewhere where you can close your eyes, just for a moment, close your eyes. Feel your feet on the ground. Feel your body in the here and now. Feel the sensation of your feet on the ground, of the air against your skin, Feel your own heartbeat beating in your body. Feel your own breath coming in, cool through the nostrils and leaving out warm. Really begin to be aware of you here and now, in this body, in this moment. And whatever has brought you to this moment, let it go for now. Just leave it outside the door Create a sacred container. Imagine, because we are, imagine we're in this beautiful circle and there are women in this circle 
And whilst they may be dialing in from all around the world, the truth is we are sitting in a circle with each other, a circle of womanhood, a circle of feminine souls, a circle of feminine embodiment, a circle of human beings. So just for a minute, connect with you as a human being, as a woman, as a feminine soul. And then allow your next breath to connect you out to every other woman who's on the call. Really feel that connection. And from that place, we'll dive in. So, if you've dialed in via the telephone, all you need to do to ask your question is to raise your hand by pressing the star 2. You can do that if you've dialed in via Skype, via phone or the web, call, just, or the web dial. Just uh, press star 2 on the dial pad. If you're listening in via the webcast, you can ask your questions by typing them into the question box. And then there's a little button to refresh if you want to ask another question. My invitation is to be here fully, to turn everything off. Shut the door, do not disturb, sign up. If you're on your laptop, turn off all other distractions. Literally just allow yourself to be here now. Turn your phone off. And notice what you're here to hear. Allow whatever comes up for you to be felt and honoured. Some things I say you may love, some you may hate, some you may uh, think, oh, that's it, that's my next piece, that's what I've got to embody for my next unfolding. Some you may not get at all. And all of that is okay. Just be with what comes up. And my invitation is that by the end of the show, commit to one new thing. Commit to something. Know that you were here to hear something. Make a decision and commit to do something different. Embody something. Create a ritual for yourself um, or create a practice for yourself or ask me a question and I'll help you come up with a practice or type it into the box. So that's my invitation for you for today. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Lisa Page and I'm the founder of SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com and I have uh, been ever so passionately exploring the deeper truths of life, love and intimacy for 20 years now and I'm a big believer in learning, living and sharing and so for the last 14 plus years I've been working with women and couples from around the world sharing everything that I've discovered along the way. Sometimes in the guise of a writer, sometimes in the guise of a speaker, sometimes in the guise of an intimacy and relationship coach, uh, but always with the intention of not just giving you information about what I've discovered on the way from my own personal uh, experiences and professional experiences with clients in all that time, but also 
ways to embody what it is you most deeply desire. Because here's the thing, in all those years, here's what I feel is the missing piece in so many of the New Age modalities, spiritual teachings, um, personal development, uh, religion, is this piece around embodiment. You know, you can have this almighty realization, revelation. You can feel really strongly about it. But unless you translate that into your body, unless you embody that insight and that realization, then you go from the state of ignorance is bliss to, oh, now I've had this realization but that agony of wishing and wanting because you've tasted something different. So I I want to meet you in this place here today and always with the question of, okay, had this revelation, so now what? How do I get this into my body? How do I live this? Because that's when everything changes. So... I want to share with you how today's topic came about. I was teaching a workshop on Tuesday of last week and one of the women who attended it, um, I was just going around the room and asking questions, just wanting to know why are you here? So what's brought you? What are you really yearning for? Aching to let go of or heal or awaken or embody? And uh, this beautiful woman put up her hand and she said, you know, I really uh, struggle with a feeling of unworthiness. I've really noticed it and I want to do something about it. And I could have answered her with um, information. I could have answered her with a story about a client who's transformed their unworthiness. But instead what I did is I honoured her question with this, I said to her, okay, just for a minute, close your eyes. And I took her and the room through a process, and I want to take you through a similar process today. Uh, I took her through a process where, a closed eye process where she got to feel, feel the, the fullness of who she is as a feminine soul as a human being, as a woman. And as we went through this process, I could feel and see her face relaxing and softening. And then when the process was over and she opened her eyes, I just asked her the question, so now when you think about that feeling you are having of unworthiness, is it from this place that you just experienced your fullness? Is it even a question? And, and she just looked at me and said, no, not at all. It's not even a question. And that, that remembering is the antidote, is the medicine in the truest sense of the word, is the healing balm for any feeling of unworthiness, 
it's impossible to feel that when we are in contact with, when we are feeling and knowing and trusting and being that innate fullness that we are. And there's a Sanskrit verse, which I won't share in Sanskrit, but in, in English the rough translation is from fullness comes fullness. When you take from fullness, only fullness remains. There is nothing that can take away from the fullness you are. It's not possible. The fullness that you are is innate. It's the very essence that lives and breathes you. It's not possible for it to be depleted. The mind, however, would tell you something different in accordance with what you were told by family, by friends, by society. And really that's going to be the work today is to begin to explore what might be in the way from your moment-by-moment remembering that you are fullness itself from this moment-by-moment remembering and trusting and embodying this fullness you are. And that is at the core of, of loving thyself. And the reason that loving thyself is the ultimate feminine embodiment in my way of thinking, and it's just my opinion, but I feel that the texture of the feminine, you know, if we can in any way separate this mystery that lives and breathes us into two somethings, we call them masculine and feminine, right? When they merge, there is no even masculine and feminine. There's just isness. There is just this mystery, this somethingness, this fullness. But if we were to categorize it so that we can begin to work with it, just as the feminine heart yearns for love and the masculine heart quests for freedom, it's because the feminine heart, the feminine part of you knows somewhere deep down that you are love. It knows it. And the masculine heart knows that it is freedom, goes on a quest to find it externally, but the moment that it recognizes itself, there's nothing else to seek. So I really believe that it's the ultimate feminine uh, embodiment, the ultimate feminine practice, because that's what you are. Yes, there are different flavors of feminine, different uh, textures, colors, right? But that's essentially what you are. So the question is, how do you cultivate this feeling that this woman experienced in the workshop last week? on a regular basis, regular enough that you begin to remember it, regular enough 
that that becomes your habit, your habitual way of being. So essentially what everyone experienced in the workshop was the state of being that fullness, which reminded them, reminded, right? Their mind all of a sudden went, oh yeah, I'm that. They recognized it, recognized it, okay? Notice how I'm using these words around mind because a lot of the time it's the mind that gets in the way of you experiencing this love you actually are. I want to say this here and now and I invite you to feel it not just hear it, not just sense it, but feel it fully for a moment. Let this drop into every cell. There's nothing, and I mean nothing, that you've ever done or ever said that could possibly make you unworthy of love. Nothing. No matter what anyone else has ever told you, your culture, your society, your family, your best friend in primary school, your teacher in fifth grade, your parents, nothing. There's nothing that you could have ever done that makes you unworthy of love. And I want you to just take a moment to let that seep in. So here's why this exploration is so important. If not self-love, then what's in its place? Self kind of like? <laughs> I kind of like myself. That's how I'm talking to myself. That's how I'm treating myself. Is it self kind of like? Is it self-loathing? If not self-love, then what? Self-criticism? self-hatred, self-abuse? If not self-love, then what? What is in its place? So then you have to start asking yourself, how do I talk to myself? How do I treat myself? How do I feel about myself? Because without self-love, something else is going on. And at worst, it's self-loathing, self-abuse. And in ways that you may not have even recognized up until now. We're all different, right? But if not self-love, then what? And how have you been abusing yourself, neglecting yourself, denying yourself? You know, when you're tired, do you deny yourself the rest you need? I do that sometimes. I have a tendency to push on, right? But then if I recalibrate into this 
remembering that I'm worthy of love. I have to ask myself, what act of love do I most need to give myself right now? Do you want to ask yourself, What do I dialogue in my head? How do I talk to myself? How do I feel about myself? You know, strong feelings can have a huge influence on how you feel about yourself. I don't know if you've ever uh, read the story or heard the story of Anissa Mojani. She's a woman who, long story short, had a near-death experience and she documented it. And um, it's worthwhile listening to and reading. Out of the whole story, there's one moment in her story that struck me. So she had stage uh, 4 cancer, she was rushed to hospital, uh, pronounced clinically dead. She had this experience and then uh, was able to share it. And one of the experiences was being aware in this realm that she found herself, the realm beyond the mind, the realm beyond the external world that she'd been living in, that just how incredibly harsh she'd been on herself. How unkind and how judgmental and how she'd given herself such a hard time about not being enough of this and, you know, being too much of that. And she, she, in this place, she realized there was no judgment. There was no wrong or right. There was just love. That's the only word that she could describe it was the feeling of love. And she had this realization that what mattered most was how she felt about herself. And I always say to the, the women clients I work with, how you feel about yourself is not the problem. Sorry, how you feel is not the problem. It's how you feel about yourself when you feel it. So... I'd invite you to start noticing how you feel about yourself when you have strong feelings. When you have strong feeling of vulnerability or anger or greed or lust or desire or fear. How do you feel about yourself? What do you say? Are they loving thoughts or are they unloving thoughts? Are they loving feelings or unloving feelings? So this exploration is important because how you feel about yourself matters. If you don't love yourself, if you don't give yourself this gift of who you are, then you deny yourself. And maybe you deny yourself in the ways that you were denied as a child. Maybe you deny yourself of rest or the opportunity to speak your truth or to be creative. But it's good to begin to recognize how you might be denying yourself. 
maybe you try and fit in a box because of a box of other people's expectations because then you get their love because you're just forgetting for a moment that you are love, that you don't need their love in order to feel worthy. This is a huge piece in relationship. Any moment, and this moment can be years in a relationship or it can be a brief moment, but any moment that you are needing love from your intimate partner, you are forgetting that you are love. Of course you might desire love from your intimate partner, but if you need it to fill you because you're forgetting that you are that love, that's when you that's when you start trading and negotiating and binding. You give something away of yourself in order to get love. Women trade pussy for love. Women trade sex for love. Women trade housework for love. Women trade I'll be nice and and I won't rock the boat for your love. When really I want to be wild and free when really I want to express my my wrath at your lack of integrity or whatever it is. So not feeling and knowing and trusting this love you are, not loving yourself, can cause you to compromise yourself. That alone makes it worthy of the exploration. So... You have to remember that when you feel unworthy, you act unworthy. You know, you act as if you are unworthy and therefore you don't embody that which would allow you to inspire the respect that you desire and deserve from others. Does that make sense? Like when you embody unworthiness, you inspire that from others. When you embody unworthiness to speak your truth and say yes when you mean yes and no when you mean no. When you feel unworthy to say yes or no when you really mean it, you inspire others to treat you like that. And this piece around unworthiness is really important. Unworthiness is kind of like a rug that you pull out from under yourself each time you feel it, truly. If you can think of the feeling of worthiness as this very solid foundation to stand on, there's no rug to pull out from under you. Don't do that to yourself. So begin to explore Do you love yourself fully, unconditionally, in your actions? When you truly love yourself, you free yourself to live the life that is authentic to you, not the life that other people want you to live. Ah, you... You free yourself to break out of that box of other people's expectations and to embody the unique you. You shift from trying to make yourself 
be something, say something, do something, not do something, into actually being and saying what you really mean, into who you truly are. So you are already innately fullness, wholeness, by loving these parts of yourself that you've previously denied, put in the shadow, you begin to recognize your wholeness, remind yourself of your wholeness. You know, I often feel that the self-development world, the personal development world, world perpetuates this, you're not enough, because it's kind of like, um, I don't know, they say, you, you know, there's nothing broken, nothing to fix, but here, let me fix you. This is underlying every, everything in the world, the media. Buy this and then you'll be okay. Well, what if you're freaking okay right now as you are, dark and light? What if you could love yourself even if your belly was a little bit bigger than that woman? What if you could love yourself even if, even if, even if, as is? So, loving yourself. It could be tender love. It could be fierce love. But there's no shaming or blaming. There's no judgment. There's just love. So my invitation, if we look at, okay, well, how do we do this? How do we navigate this right here and now as women on this call? So the first step is get curious, get lovingly curious about how you really feel about yourself, what you really say to yourself, how you treat yourself. Get lovingly curious. Don't go in at a bullet a gate, just get lovingly curious. And notice, you know, maybe create a journal. And begin to notice what your self-talk is. What's the mental dialogue going on? Are you replicating the voice of a critical parent? You know, we often repeat the imprints, whatever is imprinted in our nervous system. So if you have a very critical parent, right, that is as much as consciously you might look back on it and go, well, that wasn't love, at the time, you thought that was love. Because as an innocent young being, you assume that that's what love is. I'm doing this for your own good, or whatever it is, right? So notice the little voice in your head, and ask yourself, who's talking? Is that, is that the me that is love, or is that a voice from the past? Is that a critical parent or is that a my fifth grade teacher, right? So really begin to explore what is the self-talk that's going on? What's the mental dialogue? And then drop into the heart and ask, what are you feeling about yourself? When you have a strong feeling, notice how you're feeling about yourself while you're feeling it. And ask yourself these feelings 
are they loving or not? And even if you start to notice how you feel about the world and other people, that in itself could be, probably is a projection upon the circumstance or the person based on how you feel about yourself. If you hate the part of you that is always late, right? Or you hate the part of you, or you feel ashamed of the part of you that, is, that gets angry, then, and you don't consciously look at that, then undoubtedly you will make others wrong for embodying that trait. If you feel shame around a part of your sexuality, guaranteed you'll project that upon those around you. You'll judge. So you can notice the mental dialogue, notice the feelings going on, and that's the mental dialogue about yourself, the mental dialogue about others, the feelings about yourself and the feelings about others. And then begin to notice, how do you hold your body? Does how you hold your body indicate self-love? Does it indicate innate worthiness? You know, the path from self-denial, self-abuse, is one where you transform all of that into conscious self-loving. So much of what we do is habitual. Right? You know, you say to yourself, God, I'm such an idiot. Really? Who told you that? I have women in workshops who say to me, I'm sorry, I'm crying, I'm so silly. Why? Because one day you cried when you were a little girl and someone said, don't be silly. So you decided it was silly to cry. What if it's not? What if it's a beautiful way to express how you feel? What if you could love yourself while you're crying? So this transformation into conscious self-loving requires you to become aware of how you are unconsciously unloving yourself. How you are habitually, unconsciously talking to yourself, feeling about yourself and acting in your body, holding your body and how you're acting toward yourself, the actions you take in your body. So I'm going to invite you right now to close your eyes, unless you're driving a car. If you're driving a car, don't close your eyes. You can do this meditation later. But I want to bring you into a feminine embodiment practice, just for, just for five minutes. So close your eyes and become aware of your breathing. Breathe cool air through the nostrils. As you breathe in and breathe out, notice the warm air as it leaves. And as you do this, Drop your eyes downward, just gently behind your closed eyelids. And as your eyes drop downward, feel into your belly. And as each new breath comes into your belly, feel your belly expand with the fullness of your breath. 
and let your belly naturally rise and fall with each in and out breath. And as you do that, feel your feet on the ground. Raise your awareness up your legs into your buttocks, thighs, your genitals, your belly. Feel the fullness of your breath in your belly and expanding into the feet, the legs, the bottom, the genitals, all the way into the vagina into your yoni, sacred word, to this gateway into this womanhood, this fullness you are. And keep breathing really fully and now just gently place your tongue on the roof of your mouth. So as you continue to breathe naturally, feeling the fullness of each breath. Allowing that fullness now to expand up from the belly into the chest and the breast and the back and the spine and the shoulders and the arms all the way to the fingertips and up into the throat and the face and the head until each new in-breath brings in this reminder of your fullness. And as you breathe out, you let go into this fullness. Each in-breath, feel the fullness. Each out-breath, relax, open, exactly. Breathing really fully. Breathing in, feeling that fullness. Breathing out, relaxing, open into that fullness, as that fullness. Until you feel yourself wholly and completely as that fullness. It's like you are this well of fullness and it arises up from the depths of your being and overflows, arises and overflows. You are a natural overflow. And then begin to notice where you feel that fullness the most in your body. Maybe for you it's in your heart. Maybe it's in your yoni. Maybe it's in your belly or your toes. But just notice the sensations of fullness and where you notice it the most. And notice it so that at any point in time in the future you can remember where that fullness resides for you. It's like an access point. 
to maybe even touch that area of your body just for a moment. Feel it, touch it. And just know that you can return to this remembering at any time. At any time. Beautiful. So when you're ready, very gently wiggle your fingers and your toes and open your eyes. So from that place, it's not a question, right? It's just not even a question. The quickest way to remember the fullness you are is to feel it. To remember the love you are is to feel it. My invitation is that you create a ritual for yourself to practice the remembering, to practice the feeling of, to practice the embodying of this feeling of fullness of love that you are so I love I I think the most powerful time to influence the unconscious mind is last thing at night and first thing in the morning so my invitation to you is to choose put a reminder uh, by your bed so that last thing at night or first thing in the morning or both or when you brush your teeth or Something that you do habitually every day. Put a reminder there so that you take at least three breaths and remember that fullness and feel it. And then stand on that foundation of fullness, of self-love. And from that place, move about in your world. From that place, notice where you are being unloving. Notice where there is a dialogue, a feeling a way of being, an action that is unloving. And then lovingly attend to what needs to be attended to so that you can transform that into self-love. When you truly love yourself from this place, this conscious self-loving, you're consciously speaking to yourself. You're consciously feeling about yourself, you're consciously treating yourself well. Healthy challenge, healthy praise, not criticism, not overpraise, not underpraise, not criticism, but healthy, healthy challenge, healthy praise. Always coming back to the love you are. For me, I use my breath. When I breathe consciously, it, it just brings me into this truth is who I am, this love, capital L, that I am. Find find what it is for you. If you have trouble finding it, email me, lisa at soulsatisfactionforwomen.com. That's what I'm here for. So I'm going to open the lines for questions. I can see a question already up. So I'm going to open the lines now for your questions. If you want to explore a practice for you, a ritual for you, let's do it. If you have had an insight, a revelation, feel free to raise your hand and share it. And I will also uh, have a look at the question box. So 
thank you for all your eyes to open that I can feel the lovely hellos. Beautiful. Thank you for saying hello from the UK, New Zealand, USA, <sighs> Australia. Okay, so I'm going to open the lines to the question that's here. And your last three digits are 002. Okay, so who's that? Kirsten. Hi, Kirsten. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Circle. <sighs> Very good. Thank you again for this call mm, um, and the breathing and the visualizations. They're so helpful to be in that loving space mm. for me. Um, I my question is: I have I have been aware of self-negating, self-sabotaging thoughts um, for probably the last ten years or more. Obviously, what I've been doing is not working. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Um, the practice, I like the whole idea of a ritual and the practice. Um, I started, it varies a little bit each morning. I like to do um, a bit of meditation, a bit of outside qigong and zumba. Um, and then I'm listening to a meditation in the evening. But it's just the day-to-dayness of just being able to, I, I would like to know just to stop and... Sink back into that fullness and love. Do you know one of the simplest ways? This is what I do whenever I'm. I always um, uh, create practices, practices, rituals to get it into my body. Then I then what I do is I just set a timer. So you could set an hourly timer, and it just goes one of those zen goes dong and then when you hear it you just take three conscious self-loving breaths uh-huh. I like that yeah it's simple I mean you're a mom you have kids there's a lot going on but if you can when you hear the gong do something that works for you so maybe it's taking those three conscious loving breaths and feel your feet planted on the foundation of your self-love. Well, then mm. you're not going to pull the rug out of self-sabotage, of unworthiness from yourself because you're reminding yourself that you're planting yourself on that foundation of self-love. And like I said, for me, breath really, really works. But maybe for you it's putting your left hand on your belly and your right hand on your heart, you know, um, I love a good ritual, you know, I lived in Nashram for three years, so, you know, you know, I, I, I love, yeah, that, that, that just totally brings love alive for me. You've got to find your own way. Would, would that be helpful if we kept it really simple and just said, hmm, three breaths at the sound of the gong? <laughs> Yeah, I like that because my phone is usually near me mm. and that's a practical way of, yeah. yeah. Yes, thank Maybe you. Maybe saying something. Maybe the gong goes off and you say, ah, oh, I love you, Kirsten. Like, kind of what you do in a sense is, is not as important as how it makes you feel. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm noticing I'm singing a lot more since I've been in contact with you guys again. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Singing and dancing are so big for me. So, yeah. um Yeah. Yeah. And when you have young children, you, they don't mind you singing. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, maybe yeah. the gong goes off and maybe you do the same thing every time. Maybe one time you go, oh, yeah, I just remembered. And you look in the mirror you see that glimmer of light in your eyes, you go, I love you. God, I really yep. fucking love you. <laughs> right? Like, and do a little you know, dance. <laughs> yeah, maybe you do a little dance, maybe you sing. Like, it's yeah. what brings you alive as the love you are, and it reminds you to give that to yourself. You give it to yourself, yeah. you overflow it to others naturally. Great. Thank yeah. you. My pleasure. Okay, so any other questions? Have a look at the question box. You know, something while I'm checking the question box I do want to share with you is um, one of, uh, as most of you uh, know, I run um, an online mentoring program called the Goddess Embodiment Circle and this week we have calls, group calls every two weeks, but um, I also throw in additional trainings. And the training that we're doing at the moment is sacred shadow work for the feminine. And we had the first uh, part one of, of the three-part training yesterday. One of the things that we talked about was everything that you put in the shadow and how it's got to come up dysfunctionally. So if your self-talk is negating a part of yourself, you know, you're ashamed of a part of your sexuality or you deny the part of you that can get angry, that feels anger, or you suppress your hurt. Whatever you put in the shadow has to come up dysfunctionally. But when you shine the, the light of your loving consciousness, your radiant heart light of loving consciousness, onto that and begin to work with it consciously, it's what we call shadow work, you begin to... Uh, integrate this part of you in a way where you actually activate its latent superpower. Everything that you have in the shadow has a latent superpower. So maybe for you it unleashes your creativity. Maybe for you it um, it awakens your capacity to um, state your boundary and embody it. Maybe for you it uh, it awakens your capacity to inspire um, depth that you desire from an intimate partner rather than shallowness or maybe it awakens you to um, freedom to speak your truth, to embody your truth, how you feel. So um, it's really, this work is, is, is essential. So I'm going to just check to see if there are any other questions. If you have a question and you're on the phone line or the web call, please press star 2 to raise your hand. And if you feel moved to know more about the Goddess Embodiment Circle and the training that we do in there, please email me today. Uh, Lisa at soulsatisfactionforwomen.com 
because uh, we are, I only take on a certain number of women at a time for that program, uh, growing it organically to ensure that everybody gets heard and seen and felt and, and the opportunity to have all of your questions answered. It's, it's, the, it's the best way to get access to me all the time, um, aside from one-on-one programs. Um, and it's super, super economical. It's like the same as having a coffee once a day. So um, email me if you want more information. Lisa at selfsatisfactionforwomen.com. So with that in mind, I'm going to check the last, check to see if there are any questions from the webcast. And the last call for questions on the phone. Raise your hand now or forever hold your peace. Okay, beautiful. All right then. Then for today, uh, we've come to a conclusion. So my invitation for you now is don't let this show, the experience of being on this call, slip by without some embodied action. The embodied, the embodiment is where the juice is. It's where the magic happens. So my invitation is for you to decide one thing that you're going to, with your body, do. Maybe you're going to journal. Maybe you're going to look in the mirror and see that exquisite sparkle of light and just say, I love you, until you really mean it, until you really feel it. Maybe you're going to take on a practice like Kirsten. But my invitation is to decide... Make it really simple. Don't make, don't say, oh, for the rest of my life I'm going to look in the mirror because it's just creating self-sabotage. Just make it so simple that you can't sabotage yourself. You know, every morning for the next three mornings I'm going to take three breaths and remember this feeling that I anchored in my body of self-love. You know, tomorrow or today I'm going to look in the mirror. Just choose one thing. And if you want to share it with me, I'm all ears. I, all of your emails come to me personally. Uh, they don't go to my assistant. I do that specifically so that there is a beautiful, confidential container between you and me. I have my assistant do other stuff. So feel free to email me with your celebration from today, question from today, your commitment from today. You can also join us. We have a, 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 um, a private Facebook group, uh, which is Soul Satisfaction for Women. No, it's not. It's um, email me. I can't remember the URL in this moment. Uh, email me, Lisa at Soul Satisfaction for Women, and I'll send you the URL, and you can join it and get inspired and share in conversation in there as well. So, thank you for today. Thank you for being the love you are. Let loving yourself be your ultimate feminine. And I can't wait to hear your story, your celebrations, your questions. Uh, you know where I am if you need anything. And in the meantime, it's loads and loads and loads of love. You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from soulsatisfactionforwomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.soulsatisfactionforwomen.com.